Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. So, you know, I'm just going to ask the question. How many times have you prayed out to God and really wanted him to respond immediately and right away? You literally asked and like you were looking for an answer within the next 20 to 30 minutes. I mean, come on now, it happens. We've all done that. Or how about you ask God for something and when you ask for it, it's not really something that you're asking for because you really need it. It's something that you're asking for because quite frankly, you just want it. I mean, hey, I've done that, and I'm sure that I'm not the only one. But I think the point that I'm making is that the ask of God when we go to Him in prayer can run the gamut. I mean, they can be something as simplistic as asking God to bless you with the parking spot in a full parking lot, or even something much more complicated, asking God to deliver a family member from an issue, from an addiction, from a problem that they've been struggling with for years. The point I really want to make is no matter the ask itself, what I want to talk to you about today is what is your expectation of God when you make the ask? You know, I think sometimes that we don't necessarily always as believers treat prayer with the level of due care that I personally believe that it is due. And by that, I mean, there are moments where I feel like, you know, I'll even admit this where I've gone to God and I've gone to God half-heartedly, meaning that my full heart wasn't in it. You know, I may have been distracted because I was angry. I may have been distracted because it was an ask that I had made before and hadn't gotten a response from. And so even in the ask, it wasn't a wholehearted, fully committed ask. You know, and I can own that fully. And so I really want in this conversation, just to talk a little bit more about expectations when we pray, because I think it's important for believers to remember that prayer is not one way. I really want to drive in the whole idea that prayer is a two-way street. It's not only an opportunity for us to commune with the Father, but it is also an opportunity for the Father to commune with us. And even more importantly, It is an opportunity for us to seek the Father out and gain further understanding into why specifically we may be confronting what we're confronting, why it is we may be lacking what we feel we're lacking, or why even we may feel the way we feel. And I don't necessarily know if all the time we as believers, when we go to God with our ass, go to Him with the thought in mind that prayer is a two-way communication, not just a singular, here it is, God, I'm putting it on the table, giving me back what I want, give me what I'm asking for. And so when I talk about what is your expectation of God, what I want to discuss today with you is, you know, what does that look like for you? And then to take it a step further, are you doing what you are supposed to be doing from your end when you're going to God with the ask? Before we get further into our discussion, I'd like to share a scripture with you taken from 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, the New International Version. And the scripture reads as follows. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, 
that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Amen. So let's just stick with that for a minute. The scripture says again that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So when I ask the question, what is your expectation of God? What I really want to know is when you go to God with your ask, are you asking from a place of selfishness or are you asking from a place of submissiveness? And by asking from a place of selfishness, what I mean is, have you reconciled your desires at the time that you ask with what God may want to do for you in that moment? Now, you know, let's be clear here. There are moments where you may make a spur of the moment request of God and you get an answer almost immediately. Again, going back to my reference to Lord, I just need a parking spot. If you could just help me get a parking spot, I need to get inside. I'm running late, whatever the case may be. And miraculously, a parking spot appears in this loaded up parking lot. We are always going to have those types of situations where God seems to respond or God responds rather to the ask, you know, very quickly, the simplistic ask. You get those responses right away. But that doesn't change even in those moments. The point that I'm making when I ask the question about The ask being one that comes from a place of selfishness versus a place of submissiveness. Because if the ask is coming from a place of selfishness, which means that in the moment of the ask, again, you have not compromised or you have not sacrificed, rather, your desires for what God may want to do or for whatever God's plan is with respect to that ask— then in my opinion, your prayers do not line up with God's will. And in my opinion, in order for our prayers to line up with God's will, we have to be willing to sacrifice the flesh, to sacrifice how we feel, to sacrifice our desire, to sacrifice what we may want in the moment to allow God the freedom to do what he intends to do concerning us. So essentially to submit our will, to submit our feelings, to submit our desires to God so much so that God then has the authority to move how he wants to move in the midst of that situation. Now, clearly a parking spot is probably not the best example in terms of what I'm talking about right now. But I want you to take what I'm saying and apply it to a situation where the ask is much deeper, where the ask is something that's challenging you, where you find yourself confronting an issue that's creating some stress. You're in a situation that you want out of. You want some things to change that are going on around you. You feel like you've become stagnant. Where the ask becomes more complex, in my opinion, is where we are then required more to make sure that the ask itself aligns with what God's will is and make sure that in the asking, we are willing to relinquish self, relinquish self-desires, relinquish how we want it to work to allow God to be God and do what it is that he intends to do. And so when you're looking at the ask from the perspective of submitting your will for the will of God, suppressing yourself for the manifestation of God's will, 
the expectation of your prayer to God should be consistent with the scripture that I read, which is that he will hear you. And I would challenge you to think about for just a second, in those moments where we have gone to God, because I've had them too, and you've asked God of something that's very important to you, but God hasn't moved, God's given you a no, there's been no response or change. I have to ask the question that in the ask itself, Did you truly relinquish your desires to allow God to make manifest what his plan is for you concerning the very thing that you asked of him? Or did you ask God to do something still holding on to how it is that you want him to answer it? And I dare say that if your response or if you think about it and your behavior was more in alignment with the idea that I referenced just a minute ago, and that being that. The ask was an ask, but you hadn't relinquished how you wanted God to handle it. Without realizing it, you more than likely became your own impediment and stumbling block to God moving freely in the situation, which unfortunately could have potentially or probably prolonged you being in that moment or even prolonged resolution to the moment. We have to remember that oftentimes how God wants to resolve something for us may not look like what we envision resolution to be. We also have to remember that sometimes the thing that we are asking of God may not be the thing that we need to ask. Because we are limited in our vision and our perspective, it is all the more important for us to work to make sure that when we go to God, that our prayers do in fact seek to line up with his will for us. And so to that end, understanding that we are seeking after God, that we are seeking to understand what his perfect will is for us. At the outset of our prayer, the suppression of desires should be tantamount and the request that God align your prayers in a way that is consistent with his will should come first and foremost so that you know everything that flows out of your mouth thereafter will be consistent with what God wants to do and you're giving him permission to do it by submitting the prayer to him for him to then hear you and respond. God can never move in a place where selfishness reigns supreme. God can never function, God can never operate in a space where you are not willing to put God first. And so if you find yourself in a situation where the ask is one that is still rooted in a place where you are putting yourself and your desires ahead of the things concerning God and what God may want to do, not understanding that even in that action itself, it defies The whole idea of believers submitting to the moral will of God, meaning the ability to release self, to be submissive to God and to put him first in all things, then we cannot be surprised in those instances where the result is not what we desire or the result rather is not what we want. Because again, as I said earlier, prayer is a two-way thing. 
We cannot enter into prayer with an expectation of God without also understanding his expectation and our responsibility to him in going to him in prayer. Not only are we obligated to go to him in faith, meaning we go to him knowing assuredly that the thing we ask of him, he's going to do. We also have to be willing to go to him with the thought in mind when we're going that you are letting go of how it is that you want it to work, that you are simply saying, God, I need your help. And this is how I need your help. Show me what I need to do. Help me to see the things I need to fix if it's something that I need to deal with. And if we're not willing to go to God with that level of submission, willing to relinquish our desire, willing to relinquish our plan, then God cannot freely move. And the expectation of moving in a selfish place that God will respond to that on our part should be minimum. I believe that if a believer truly works at understanding the nature of the relationship that we are to have with God. And by that, I mean, we understand that beyond a shadow of a doubt, that all things connected to God are rooted in our faith and our belief that God is exactly who he says he is. Then the ability to step outside of self into a place of submissiveness should not be one that presents a struggle. Now, I stress the words should not, understanding that we are human and that sometimes it may not be an easy thing to do. And by that, I mean relinquish self in an effort to allow God to come in and do what God wants to do, particularly when it comes to something that we strongly feel about or something that we have a great attachment or affinity to. But I have to just reiterate that it is in those moments all the more where we have to be willing to allow God to be God. Because again, I will stress that there cannot be an expectation of God to move in a place where the ask is rooted in selfishness. Because in the selfishness, you cannot see God. And if at the end of the day, the goal is, is to pursue after God. The goal is to become what God intends. Then all prayers should seek to line up with what God's perfect will is for our respective lives. And again, like I said, we're all works in progress. I don't always start it right. I don't always get it right, right? But the thought is, If we understand at the outset that prayer is not only about going to God and asking him for things, it is likewise about us seeking out what his will is for us so that when we commune with him through prayer, we are then provided with responses that allow us to line ourselves up with God's perfect will for our lives because it is only through walking out God's perfect will for your life, that you will realize the fullness of the blessings that have been set aside for you. You cannot realize those from a selfish place. You cannot realize those from a place where you do not allow God to operate fully. And you cannot realize those where your desires supersede the desires of God and you are not willing to relinquish your desires so that God's desires have room to be effectuated. And so when I pose the question, 
what do you expect when you pray? My response to that would be, I expect that if I seek to align my desires in a manner that is consistent with what God wants, if I even ask the Holy Spirit for help with aligning my prayers in a fashion that seeks to meet what God's will is, and I demonstrate to God that I am willing to suppress my own desires in the moment, no matter how difficult, because I trust him just that much, then my expectation is that God will hear and that God will move. And so I hope that when you ask that your expectation, because you too are willing to relinquish and suppress self so that God's will might be manifested and you are willing to communicate as much, that your answer will be that God hears and that your expectation will be that he responds accordingly because you too understand that the ask is not only of us to God, but that there's also an obligation connected to that ask that we have to meet by virtue of asking to begin with. Before I close, I'd like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on. Prayer exists for the opportunity to be in God's presence, to commune with Him. Always remember to treat prayer like the blessing that it is. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions.